Genesis Avalon Patriot Episode 4 Public Disinformation. Delegates of the United Nations, thank you for your time. My name is Timothy Arthur, and I'm here to speak to you today about the Kingdom of Avalon. Many of you may recognize the name from the superheroes Genesis Avalon and Exodus Avalon. Those individuals, as the name implies, are the last priestess and priest of the very land, and have been charged with protecting the earth and preserving the legacy of Avalon. In that duty, they have been exemplary. They have fought a number of magical foes and still protected the innocence of the world. They are my protectors, as much as they are yours. The Isles of Avalon were long thought to be simply a mythic realm, like Atlantis or Shangri-La. But six years ago, it was discovered to be a very real place. Avalon is a magical realm, existing in an alternate plane of reality that overlaps with the lands occupied by Wales, England, Scotland, Northern Ireland, and, and the Republic of Ireland. I, as a direct descendant of Arthur Pendragon, former King of England, was made King of Avalon by the laws of Avalon. These laws dictated only a true and just human being will be deemed worthy to wield Excalibur, the Holy Sword of Avalon, and therefore wear crown and hold dominion over the realm of Avalon and the realm of men. Since the attack by the ancient witch Morgan Le Fay and her army of monsters at Stonehenge six years ago, this has been our reality in the United Kingdom. There have been numerous occasions of landmarks changing, Rivers moving course, mountains shifting six meters to the left. The new chain of islands that have appeared in the Irish Sea, St. George's Channel, and the North Atlantic are all part of Avalon. This is due to the merging of the mythic realm in our modern world. I have been a key part of aiding Parliament in settling issues that arise from the merging of realms. I have, today, submitted to the United Nations a report of the work being done, prepared by my office in coordination with the House of Lords, the House of Commons, and Prime Minister Willington's office. I am also here on a more somber note, to call to your attention the unlawful political kidnapping of Samuel Tyler, a citizen of the United Kingdom, by the United States government. You would know him better by the sacred title I mentioned before. Sam Tyler, better known as Exodus Avalon. Sam was taken off a London street by a team of united paramilitary soldiers known as stewards, without the knowledge or consent of any UK government office, and was taken back to the United States, and is currently being held in prison awaiting trial. 
he was extradited illegally without any cause, as there has never been any suspicion or evidence linking him to the crimes in question. Furthermore, Samuel... Uh, we've heard enough of this. Excuse me, Ambassador Kinsey, I was not done speaking. We're saying that the terrorist Samuel Tyler is a citizen of a fairy tale country that has certainly not been legally recognized by this body. The Kingdom of Avalon has been legally recognized by the United Kingdom, the Republic of Ireland, and I believe petitions for recognition have already been sent to the EU and multiple member states of the UN. And the terrorist Samuel Tyler's being held in the US legally under existing treaties with the UK. Treaties that were violated when you kidnapped him off of a street corner. A false accusation. Our embassy reported that he was traveling back to the United States. The moment he was on a plane in international waters, we had jurisdiction to arrest him. Ambassador Kinsey, that is a lie. He has not stepped foot in the United States in nearly seven years. He was taken off of a London street corner by jackbooted thugs in an unmarked van and whisked to America on a charter flight with a falsified travel record. We have records of him record. purchasing a ticket for travel on United American Airlines and video evidence of him attempting to enter the United States at JFK Airport in New York with a falsified passport. What video evidence? We have CCTV cameras showing him being taken by Stuart paramilitaries. Even if... If you cannot keep holding him illegally, he has diplomatic immunity. Roxy, Merlin, I have never been happier that you two rented your own flat. I really don't want to have to explain to Olivia why I have a black eye. Uh, how long are you planning on staying here, Nat? You're gonna have to explain it eventually. No, that's what concealer is for. Uh-huh. You know I don't have anything in my vanity for skin that pale, right? Merlin, babe, why are you touching my hair? Not that I don't really enjoy the bickering ladies. That's not really a priority right now. Okay. Still touching my hair. This isn't just glitter. This is fairy dust. I'll see it. Have seen it. Or will have had. Babe, you're doing that thing. Wish thing. The thing where you can't remember if you have lived this moment or if you haven't yet. Because you living all your lives at once makes it hard for the rest of us to keep up with you. This is Timothy Arthur's sixth year as King of Avalon. Go from there. They will have had. Right. Anyway, this is fairy dust. Yes, you did say that. Why is it in Roxy's hair? <laughs> You're not exempt from this. It's in your hair, too. Why does that matter? Because if I'm about to trip balls, I want to make sure you know you're going down with me, sister. Oh, don't worry about that. You already have. Probably what made everyone go bar me at the pub. Oh, I don't know. That seems like normal trash talk to me. Yeah, but someone slung a bottle at you. That was a little over the top. Especially when they recognized who you were. I mean, who picks a fight with a superhero with just their drunken fists and their inflated ego? There was a bottle, and the jerk threw a bottle. But I'm sure Jay has a list somewhere. This is 
way more her realm of expertise. Well, you're covered in this dust, lass. I can guarantee this dust had something to do with the row. A big something. <sighs> okay. Fine. I know better than to argue with the great and powerful Merlin. Can I shower now? Oh, I. I. Okay. You know where it is. Towels are in the closet on the right. Thanks. Very dust. In a pub. Okay. Sit and spill. Hmm? I know that look. Tell me what's going on. Oh, it could be nothing. Maybe it'll be nothing. (laughs) Bull! You wouldn't have brought it up if it was nothing. We all know how much you like to hold back information because you're mystical and wise. I am mystical and wise. I'm also aware that I've several lifetimes to live and have lived, and that's far more information about the magical realm than any of you lot need. I know how to sift through it, at least. Still not answering my question. Roxanne, the Fey realm is not to be trifled with. The magic that fuels me is nothing compared to the dark sorcery of Morgan le Fay, and as the title implied, she had a tie to the fairy realm. But she only had a fraction of its power, and with it she rose hordes of every magical creature known for terrorizing humans. Okay, but we sent her packing with the help of the gods. The Tawatha Dedanin only did so at great pressure from Genesis and Exodus, and they told the Tawatha Dedanin to become less involved with the lives of mortals. It'll be done, no, it was done, to stop the great calamity that it would have wrought, but it means... it means they're not going to get immediately involved again. And the other Fae don't follow the same rules as the gods. They won't be. They aren't beholden to protect humanity. Humanity exists in parallel to their wishes. And if we get in the way, they will remove us from their path. Okay, we're talking about fairies, as in pixies and tricksters. Well, some of them, I. But think of those as pawns in a chess game. They have their limited space to move and act. With this kind of dust, this is a bishop making its first capture. I'd hate to see the queen. Alicia, you ready? I'm ready. You? I would prefer to fight demons, but sure. Lady Arthur. Lady Arthur. Lady Arthur. Lady Arthur. Lady Arthur. Lady Arthur, please. Just a moment. Please. Lady Arthur, please. One at a time, and I will be happy to answer a few questions. A few. What are the royal family's intentions toward your husband's claim to the throne? Is there talk of abdication? First of all, that's two questions. But to the point, any discussions that Lord Arthur has had with Her Majesty and the family are not for me to discuss. Uh, But I can tell you that whatever decision they make will be one that's agreed upon by all parties. Then what was the subject of today's meeting? Her Majesty's concerns for our estate and general welfare. My source confirmed that you would be speaking about the possibility of having children. What would this mean for the lines of succession? And is it true that any new titles bestowed would be dependent upon your having a child? 
Okay, no more questions. As usual, Her Majesty's hospitality was absolutely fantastic, and I was more than honored to speak with her. Any other questions can be directed to the estate. I know you don't like these, but that's another one down. You don't ever have to talk to those guys again. And you are really getting good at this. Maybe it's because I was once held captive and tortured by demons for a year. No, no. I take it back. The press is still worse. Oh. I thought the whole anti-monarchy thing was being handled. Where'd this crowd come from? They're blocking the gates from opening. How are we gonna get out? Get to the car first, and we'll let security handle this. This isn't a problem unique to us. These folks don't want the Windsors to have the throne either. Man, try having a nut job for a president then. Kinda makes you wish for the distraction of a royal family. No king! No queen! No kings! No queens! We don't need you! Why are they so angry? Don't they realize Tim's not gonna get anything he didn't earn from his actual work as a politician? He's currently in Geneva because of Her Majesty, so no, they're not going to agree with you on that. Oh my gods, Olivia? Where did they come from? Who are those? No, more of Tim's fans. These folks are just as bad. No, no, no. What are they doing? They're gonna kill each other. Get in the car, Alicia. No, no. I can stop this. Alicia, get back. Stop it. Stop fighting. Listen to me. What do I do? What do I do? Oh, Arianrod. Rule over them as your moon and stars. That's not right. That can't be right. What did I do wrong? Was that Lady Arthur's ward? What on earth did she do to them? Oh, gods. I'm in so much trouble. I just wanted to calm them down. Not put the entire block to sleep. Alicia, get in the car now. The reporters. Forget them. I'll deliver a statement. Now get in the car. Alicia! I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I just... I'm sorry. I... I'm sorry. She vanished? What... what the bloody hell was that? Pup? Well, Tim, that could have gone... Worse? How? You could put an Excalibur to her liar face. Jack! What, Gabe? I mean, that would have been worse. No, this is bad enough. I let myself get completely off topic. And I completely lost my temper, which is absolutely unbecoming of a king. Exodus is my responsibility. This went quite well, I think. Wait, what did you say? How did that go well? You may have lost your temper, but you did bring up that we have footage of Exodus's kidnapping. And 
while it might have been lost in the clamour, you also pointed out his diplomatic immunity. And you didn't put your sword through anyone's chest. So this is all politically repairable. Aha, so you see? Even Miss Moran agrees with me. Just call me Maeve, Jack. I'm not a school mom. So, how do we fix this? You'll need to prepare a written statement and schedule meetings to directly contact a few key members. I believe France, Belgium, South Africa and Germany will be quite sympathetic. And they are all in the Security Council. Then, you'll need to make a statement to the press. One without that boorish American ambassador present. You make it sound so easy. Oh, it's politics. It's never easy. But it is winnable. If you turn this into a win, I'm hiring you directly to my team. I don't know if I can do that, but I will make it happen. Sir, that would be an honour. I really do enjoy working with you. Oh, I guess this might take a while. I'm afraid so. Gabe, Jack, would you mind going to pick up lunch? I placed the order, and it should be arriving soon at the front. Of course. Come on, Jack. What's up? You went really quiet when Maeve came into the room, and that little line between your eyebrows appeared. Something about all this is setting me on edge. This seems like something I've seen play out before. What? The stuff with the ambassador? No. Being sent out to the room while the king is alone with a stranger. Maeve's not a stranger. She's been around. For a few days. Not even a week. We know nothing about her or where she came from. She's from the UK UN's team. Gabe, you checked out her credentials yourself. You even made me do all that research to make sure it was true. And it was. You did. And you're right. It's just something in the gut. And I can't figure out why, but it feels like leaving him in the room with an enemy. love your shower so much. Noir and I disagree on how hot the shower is allowed to be, but yours gets so much hotter than mine. Oh, if I had to smell cheap beer and bad cologne any longer, I was going to hurl. Okay, you two suddenly look very serious. What did I miss? So... Turns out this fairy dust has Merlin worried now. Oh, why do you have to say it like that? Like what? Oh, look at my barmy wizard talking nonsense. Here, love, have a biscuit. You mean patronizing. Oi. Well, you didn't want to tell her, so I'm allowed to be. You two are cute, but please stop bickering. What's the big deal about the fairy dust? Well, turns out Morgan Le Fay didn't just use the title for fun. She was using fey magic, and the fairies don't exactly care for humans. This fairy dust suggests something a bit bigger might be happening. It's not just pixies playing tricks. Well, hell. What do we do now? I don't know. Waiting sounds like the sensible thing, but I hate waiting. 
Our only clue is that that crowd got really riled up really fast and that it was probably because of the dust. The why, though, I've, I, I've got no clue. So we've been seeing landmarks change, geography shift, those islands popping up. And according to our illustrious magician here, that's because Avalon had been moved beyond the mists, meaning into its own realm. Now that Arthur has returned, Avalon slowly is as well. But we've not met any fairies. It's not like we see pixies flying around our heads. Well, they're in a different realm. And the fae are exceptionally good at hiding between planes. In the space between doorways, in the shadows, just out of the corner of your eye. So what we need is someone who has a way to look directly at those shadows. The hiding places. Oh. Oh, I. We do. That's what we need. Well, too bad we don't have anything like that. Well, hang on. Maybe you do. Come on, Roxy. You're the knight who was once in exile. Sir Tristan. You're the knight who made pacts with the Egyptians. That's why when Sekhmet turned you into a twisted version of yourself, you were Nox Avalon. Nox, as in the knight. Yes, I was a terrible person who set a plague on New York City. Thanks for reminding me. But when we fought Morgan after Jaina brought you back from the underworld, you were a pure version of your pact with the Egyptians. You told me yourself. You reached out to a goddess that day. So, how do you feel about doing that again? I do not like you right now. Oh no, I did it again. Damn it, damn it, damn it. I knew I should have told Jaina and Sam about this weeks ago. Where the hell am I? Something bothering you, lass. Well, I did something stupid and ended up on the beach when I didn't mean to. And my boss is probably going to be mad and my mentor might just never talk to me again. Even though she's the one who just suddenly left. Teachers have to learn the lesson before they can teach it to you. Maybe Genesis Avalon has other things to learn before she can finish teaching you. How do you know which... Wait, I've met you before. <laughs> oh, I, Alicia. Not you have. You were in my dreams. And, oh gods, I remember you now. You were the old man. The one who helped me save Jack on the battlefield against Morgan. You were there, and no one believed me, but... But you were there. Pretty impressive thing you're claiming. You're just an old fisherman by the sea. But I'm right, aren't I? I could smell seawater that day, as if you'd just come up from the waves. Which one of them are you? For real? Every Avalon, whether she has the full measure of her powers, or is still learning, has a patron, Alicia. Maybe... I'm yours. 
Featuring the voice talents of Chris Stadther as Tim Arthur, Teresa Stacy as Olivia Arthur, Jalen Frisbee as Jack Arthur, Sarah Palmero as Alicia Arthur, Alicia Lane Matheson as Natalie Hall, Tracy Hall as Roxanne Doss, Chris Bays as Merlin, Max Fleischhocker as Gabriel Sinclair and Reporter 2, Ailish Jeffers as Maeve Moran, Tilly Bridges as Ambassador Kinsey, Kendra Murray as Reporter 1, David Ald as Reporter 3, and Adam Blanford as Mac. Sensitivity reader, Mark Allen Jr. Written by Catherine Pride and Chris Bays. Music by Josh Mullen at thetoonpeddler.com. Directed by Catherine Pride. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2022. Pendant Productions. Genesis Avalon. Created by Catherine Pride. Copyright 2022. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.